0: Hey friend, today we're going to tackle a topic that's actually a pretty, can be a delicate situation among family members. And I don't think it's really spoken about. And this episode came about because a sweet local friend with a bunch of cute little kiddos and she's new to homeschool and she's like, how do you deal with this? And I was like, huh, I actually have some tips and some things that have really helped out with this and that has led to some really positive outcomes so if you are struggling and maybe you're not maybe you'll find yourself eventually down the road or even if you just listen to this episode so that you have some tangible tips that you can encourage another homeschool mom when you're struggling with the boundaries of your extended family is that not going well all right i have some tips for you that's going to help you to protect your homeschool days this is also a bit of perfect timing to do this episode because I just got back from a weekend visiting my parents. I went solo. I have started doing that a couple years ago. I went once a year and I would help my mom out we do like a fun DIY project. The one year we actually repainted all the kitchen cabinets in her, well obviously in her kitchen. And my dad was there. We took everything apart, we used the garage. And we just worked on it this one weekend and it was a lot of fun. They had to finish up because it's a really, it's a hard project to get done in just one weekend. Plus I wanted to kind of hang out with them too. So they got done with it after the weekend and then I was back in a few months for Thanksgiving was able to see it. So I decided eventually then I was like, it's fun to do the projects, but if she doesn't have a project to do, I can just go out anyway. So that's what I did. And this is the bonus. I never would have done that when my kids were little. It was more so my kids would go and spend a weekend with the grandparents and I would get to stay home and get some things done. And now I'm like, all right, see y'all, make sure there's food in the house, everybody. And if there's not, they have driver's license. They can go get some, make their own meals. But today we're going to talk about on the flip side of that. And overall, when you have family that's coming over, family that wants to get together with you often and... You just, you're feeling like you need to establish some boundaries. And like I said earlier, this can be a delicate situation. I'm going to give you a couple of tips here that are going to help you protect your homeschool days as well as protect and preserve the relationships that you have with your family. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Are you just starting out in your homeschool journey? Maybe you have little ones and you're looking, you're saying, hmm, I don't really want to put them on that yellow school bus. I want to keep them home. I'm looking around, I'm seeing these moms that are homeschooling. There's this whole movement and that is what I want for my family. Mama, don't make the mistake of just going at this alone. So many of us just dive in and have no resources. Now, some of you do have some great local resources and what a privilege and honor that is and that's amazing. But some of us start off with homeschooling. I mean, I'm over here raising my hand saying yes that was me we start off and we don't have a plan we just have excitement like literally we are walking on cloud nine and that is all that is holding us up but if you don't have a solid plan when the waves start kind of things start getting rocky kids aren't listening to you they don't see you as your as their quote-unquote teacher they aren't responding well the curriculum that you thought was going to be perfect is not perfect and people are crying And that includes you. Basically, you have duct taped your homeschool together. Let's unravel that and let's get to the actual foundation and getting going with a solid framework for your homeschooling. That is exactly what you're going to find in Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling. You can get all of the details at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. But what this course is, it is a step-by-step organized manner of beginning your homeschooling. You can be up and running in less than a week if that's what you want to do. If you want to take your time, you are more than welcome to do so as well. It is a complete self-paced course. Now, I know I share a lot here on the podcast, but in Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling, you're going to hear a lot that I have never shared and never will share here on the podcast. It's also step-by-step and organized, which in the podcast, you can kind of figure things out If you are actually interested in specific uh, episodes, join the Facebook group because in the Facebook group, there is the availability of a podcast catalog and you can search for specific topics if you want to hear more about, I don't know, say curriculum or homemaking, or specific age range information if you want stuff about teenagers or high school. You can go ahead and get into the private Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. And then you can find out exactly which episode you can kind of jump around a little bit if it's hard to scroll through on your app. But in the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling, everything is step-by-step. I'm going to tell you right now, we don't start off with curriculum because if you have started homeschooling and you just randomly pick some curriculum or did exactly what somebody else did or... What somebody said on social media, you're probably finding that it isn't all a perfectly great fit and that's okay. So we don't start with a curriculum. We start with the other foundation and then we get to unwrap the package of beautiful curriculum and figure out what exactly is going to be right for you, your family, your children, this homeschool year. You can get all the details at littlebylittlehomeschool.com and get started in your homeschool journey with that great foundation and knowing all things, all your homeschool moms that are also new are like, wow, how does she know that already? That took me years to figure out. And you're going to be able to walk alongside and encourage other homeschool moms too. And you can send them that website as well. All right, let's talk a little bit here about boundaries. Mm. (laughs) So I moved away from home after, well, when I got married I mean, granted college and I come home for summers and breaks and stuff like that. And then when I was engaged, I lived at home during our six months of engagement Then I moved out. So that has been, oh, we're going on 22 years here soon, that I have lived away from my family. Now, yes, some people get married and still live fairly close. I have three younger brothers and they all live fairly close to my parents. I, however, was the one that went away (laughs) And now when we moved different states, we moved even a little bit further away. It's completely doable for a weekend. Like I said, I went back home, back to their place for the weekend. And that was amazing. So I've had a little bit, we'll say a little bit of experience, about 22 years. Well, with homeschooling here, it's been 12 years. So when you have little kids and you have family that wants to visit and see your kids, whether they're local or not. Now, I know I'm talking about um, visiting as from like a distance kind of way. And that would include staying overnight All of these tips and all this information can apply also to local. And so you can kind of tweak it. So I'm going to put throw a little bit of the local stuff in, um, but mostly it's going to be just a bigger picture of family traveling in and wanting to do so often, which is actually a really neat blessing that you have extended family, you have grandparents, you have maybe uh, aunts and uncles, people that want to spend time with you and your children. So I want you to keep that in perspective that it is a really great thing that you have family that wants to maintain those relationships okay so i want you to remember that when sometimes you get frustrated with things and i never really set out to say this is what we're going to do with this is just kind of the rhythm that we fell into with my family wanting to visit from out of town and it it's worked out perfectly for all of these years okay so let's get into it the first thing is i want you to know exactly what and why you are protecting and establishing this boundary now we all have different ways of raising our children of maintaining our home and obviously of homeschooling and the home education of our children so we have to find this reasons and this rhythm to our days and then we have to realize that you know this is what's going well for us whether you are more of an unschooler or you do more of a school uh, at home or like i don't want to say school at home but because that has a negative connotation, but you know, you're more of a traditional homeschooler. There we go. That's the wording I'm looking for. It really doesn't matter. You have come up with a rhythm, a routine to your day. And if you're like, I have no rhythm, no routine to my day, because I haven't even started homeschooling. This is one of the things that we cover in Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling. As well as, I know I didn't talk about it yet, but clarify your homeschool. That is for mamas who have been, well, there's a, there's a range up through beginning, like wanting to homeschool up through about five years or so. I would say that's good for if you are just thinking about homeschooling up through, I would say year one or two, you can do beginner's guide to homeschooling. But guess what? Everything for beginner's guide to homeschooling is in clarify your homeschool. But if you're looking saying, I'm just looking just to get started, I just need to start, then you're going to head over to beginner's guide to homeschooling. And we'll talk about exactly how do you uh, arrange your days? How do you arrange your your years so that you know exactly What am I protecting? And why am I protecting this? And why do I need to establish a boundary? You have come up with a rhythm. You guys all kind of get up at the same time. You have a breakfast rhythm, a morning time rhythm, getting your school done. And you have maybe field trips and different adventures and things that you take. And it feels really good to you. And you know that your children and you are thriving off of this rhythm and routine. And it can get thrown off very easily, especially when you have younger kiddos. Okay, so number two is I want you to be prepared with your responses. When family says they want to come in from out of town or they want to visit, whether it's a day just for a few hours, the full day, a weekend, a couple of days during the week, an entire week, whatever it is. Be prepared with your responses as to how you're going to go about that. Now, most people, I feel like people text often now, so that's a little bit easier. You can take some time to really think about how you're going to respond to a text of, hey, we want to come and visit tomorrow, as opposed to if you're in a phone conversation. So be prepared for if you speak often with these family members that would want to come to visit, be prepared with your response, or even just be prepared to let me get back to you. The homeschooling lifestyle is really new to many. It could be, it's probably brand new to you. So it's also going to be brand new to grandparents and aunts and uncles as well, because they're like, okay, you guys are home. We can just come and visit, right? You know, we're not, we're not interrupting the school time or anything because they see it as different. And so understand that as well. So before I mentioned It's actually really neat that your family wants to spend time with you, but also understand that they don't really understand homeschooling. And again, this doesn't matter if you're a little bit more loose or you're a little bit more strict with your homeschooling hours, because just as homeschooling is probably new to you and you are coming into your own with homeschooling, we also get to teach others about the homeschooling lifestyle. Number three here is I want you to remember that in this season of life, your husband and your children are your priority. We have the blessing of having extended family. And if you have, again, they want to come visit, you have good relationships. What a blessing that is. But we as moms have to realize that we have, you know, there's the leave and cleave, you know, leaving your mother and father. But that doesn't mean that you've cut them off, obviously. But it means that our devotion to a family um, that's that's changed. It's transferred. We got married. It's transferred from um, our parents and our siblings to now our husband, to our spouse. And so then we add children. That is the main relationships. And those have to be a priority. And this can be a little sticky and touchy. And it also depends upon relationships that parents have, you know, with children. Like, so your relationship with your parents and your relationship with your siblings or whoever it is that wants to come and visit again. You get to be the ambassador for homeschooling. You can also be an ambassador for the way that you are raising your children and making your husband and your children a priority. So if you get the phone call, you get a text saying, hey, we want to come and visit overnight. We'll be there in a couple of hours. You might have to make the hard call there and say, right now is not a good time. Maybe your husband, maybe this doesn't even have anything to do with the children, Maybe your husband is in the middle of a work project and he's really stressed and adding some chaos to the house is not going to help. That is you showing him by saying to your family, I'm sorry, right now is not a good time. I wish that we could, shows him that he is a priority and mama, that is going to bless his heart immensely. Protect sometimes you have to just, there's certain seasons in life, whether they're just a couple of weeks of a big work project or it's an entire full actual season, such as, you know, spring, summer, fall, and winter, or just a season with uh, having a bunch of little kids, whatever that is, protect it and understand that it, you kind of act like a little bit of a guard between um, a family that maybe doesn't understand the boundary and your husband and your children. So let's start here with number, f- let's jump to number four, and it's to balance your nose with yes, Okay. The fact that you are homeschooling, there are so many benefits, but one of the benefits is that you can be available during the week. You can put aside your regular routine and just enjoy the time with family that's coming into town or just with family that is local and wants to spend time with you. Now, if this is local family and a couple of times a week, they want to spend the entire day with you, then there's going to have to be some hard conversations and that we will hold on to that. Hold that thought until number five but when you can say yes, say yes. If it is becoming overwhelming and it's draining you and it's a lot of work for you over and over and over again, then maybe there needs to be no's, but don't say no every single time. Overall, I probably had family come and visit us maybe about half a dozen times a year. We would balance that with our time of going and visiting them. And I looked at it as, okay, this is six times during the year. And the really neat thing is that they can come on like say a Tuesday to Thursday, we can go and do fun things. So say they come in the fall, we can go to a pumpkin patch together with them on a Thursday afternoon, we don't have to wait until the weekend to, for them to come and visit. And so there's less crowds. And I took it as this is some time for my kids to really bond with their grandparents and they're really close with my parents because of this, because we would spend a couple of days together a bunch of times during the year. So what would this look like practically? So maybe if my parents, say, text, say, hey, we're thinking about coming out to visit next week. So that's actually something that's really important to do is you can, if you're finding them, say, hey, we're going to be there in two hours and they're just pulling out of their driving. It takes two hours to get there. Like, okay, that's a little bit too short of notice and we'll get into this in number five you're going to probably have to have some hard conversations and putting establishing those boundaries my parents say hey we are thinking about coming out next week we have some time I would check my calendar I would check with James and I would say okay we can do that and I would be able to adjust homeschool at that point so say again they're coming out Tuesday or Thursday and they'd say they'd be out uh, around midday well the kids and I would still do some homeschool in the morning we would do morning time a couple of subjects together And then when they arrived, we put all the homeschool books away, and we would just focus on hanging out with my parents the rest of Tuesday, all Wednesday, and then say they were going to head out on Thursday morning. Well, then Thursday, you know, we'd say our goodbyes, and typically I would make that a slower day because we're probably exhausted from having company for a couple of days. And so I would probably have them just do some independent work and some reading, and then we would work on kind of getting the house, everything back into order from having company getting extra beds put away, all that kind of stuff. So that's really how like practically it looked and worked for my family most of the time. Now that my kiddos are a little bit older, it gets a little bit harder. So my mom would text and say, hey, we're thinking about coming out next week. I'd take a look at the calendar and I would say, well, that works. I'll be around and James will be around. And maybe one my youngest might be around because he wasn't working. But I'm like, "Uh, this kiddo has this. This one's not going to, you know, Sure. And sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, come on out. There should be somebody home at all times. And they're kind of like, okay, we'll just hang out with whoever's here. We'll tag along with things. There'd be games and they would come uh, to those. So as they've gotten older, it looks a little bit different. Whereas when they were younger, I would plan maybe a field trip. We'd go do something fun together. Often now when they come to visit, it's, you know, just hanging out the house and hanging out with whoever's here, maybe going to baseball games or Um, ballet performances, whatever else is kind of going on. All right, let's get into the number five that I have been alluding to. Number five here, you need to have the hard conversations and you need to stick with it. What this looks like practically is you and your husband sitting down. If maybe you're feeling like this is just getting to be overwhelming with family that's just stopping in and expecting to be able to stay for a couple of days or It's just too often um, that they're wanting to do that or maybe it's just local friends or family that's just stopping in and not understanding that you actually are doing things. You're not just sitting around at home waiting for someone to show up to hang out with you. So be prepared to have those hard conversations. The first conversation to have is with your husband and saying, look, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Now here's a little bit of the sticky point. What if it's his family that's popping in his friends. So people that he is closer to blood relative of doesn't mean that they're not your family because you're married in and all that kind of stuff. But if it's his family, you need to sit down and say, look, I love your family. However, I am struggling with this. And his priority and his allegiance needs to also be with you and your children. And he is going to have to have those hard conversations with the family. Doesn't mean that, you know, you had to figure out the dynamics. Are you there during that conversation? Or is it something that he just does on his own? Only you know the answer to that question. And so you need to figure out what does that look like? And on the flip side, if it's your family, your friends, then you still should have that conversation with your husband so that you know that he understands the whole situation. He's supportive of you. And then you have that conversation with your family or friends. And maybe he's with you as well. So that, you know, he's your backup. He's your support. Sometimes... The situation might be that it is your family and friends, and they're not respecting your boundaries and your word, and you need to have your husband step in as the head of the household and the head of the family and the protector of the family and have him step in and say, look, this is the situation. This is the boundary. We are maintaining that boundary. You know, you do this in a loving way. Very much pray before these types of conversations, but have the hard conversations and then stick with it. Eventually they'll catch on. Eventually they'll figure it out. Some of those hard conversations might be that you have that hard conversation and then that friend or family still shows up on your doorstep and you need to figure out at that time what are you going to do. Now I'm not saying kick them out. Maybe you say, you know, if they live locally, obviously they have somewhere to go. But if they have come from a distance, I mean, I don't think it's right to just kick them to the curb. But at some point during their visit, you are going to have to reiterate the conversation that you had and, and say, I love you, but This is kind of like, I need to protect this time right now. This is important to what I'm doing as a parent. And it might take some time. And I pray that they come around and I want you to pray for understanding on the part of those family members that they understand, they hear your heart, that they don't take offense to it. And when they are with you, that you are fully present and you are 100% enjoying your time together with them. So that they realize that you know it's not you pushing them away; it's you just you're not saying no; you're just saying not right now. So what do you think? Are you ready to have those hard conversations? And if you have a family that you know, your family made so don't go into it thinking, oh, this is going to cause some, such ripples. Establishes some some boundaries for my family. There were no ripples. There were no hard feelings. And there were sometimes I just said, you know. I wish that I could right now is just really hard. I'm stressed out this season of life and everything that's going on. But also sometimes I might've been stressed out about things and it was nice to have grandparents come and visit. And I was like, cool, I'll just provide some food and you can play with the kids. Sometimes they would come and visit and I would say, hey, there's this, you know, festival thing going on or this museum of them, would you like to take them? Like, wow, I got a little time alone. So don't be afraid to work those types of angles too. Okay, friend? I hope that these have been helpful to you. Again, they can be applied to long distance. I know I talked a lot about that, but they can be applied to local as well. It might not seem fun and it might be hard in the beginning, but just look to years down the road and the goal is to maintain those relationships with those family members, but also remember that your husband and your children and the way that you are raising them, the lifestyle you have created is the priority right now. All right, friend, this has been fun. I will be back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, you can meet me over at Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. Have a great rest of your day, friend. And like I said, I'll be right back here with a new episode on Thursday, just a few days from now. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at littlebylittlehomeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, mama.